Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the show, loves. And uh, I just spent two hours talking about a newspaper nobody reads anymore, which I, I'm sorry, but I do find some uh, some humor in that. Um, and, and, and there are so many, see, there are so many business lessons to be learned from the collapse of the Buffalo News. And in, in this line of work, one of the uh, lessons that is to be learned is you can't go into every show with the idea that 50% of the people who sample you are going to hate you. Now, there's going to be a certain percentage who are going to hate me no matter what. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Certain percentage you'll hate David. It doesn't matter. Um, but when you almost intentionally try to do it, you got yourself a little bit of a problem, and uh, you sow what you reap, and you reap what you sow. So anyway, got myself out of that one. Anyway, uh, I want to continue something that I started yesterday, but frankly, I started it too late because I'm an idiot, and I didn't give you guys a chance to talk because by the time I opened up the phones, it was almost time to say ciao. So I want to avoid that today. Um, I did a show a few months ago, and I can't tell you when I did it. I, I, I don't know. These things all run together in my mind. But um, I want to know, and I want to know where you are on God. Do you believe in God? Are you somebody with your own pew in church, a reserved seat in church? Um, how often is it that you go to church? I'm amazed at the number of people who say, well, I'm a Christian. Well, how often do you go to church? Well, Christmas Eve and Easter. Okay. I guess that's uh, the express lane of Christianity. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, doesn't show a lot of doesn't show a lot of dedication, doesn't show a lot of uh, stick to itness. But what, what are your thoughts on God? And do you believe God exists? What religion are you? Are you Roman Catholic? Are you Protestant? Are you Muslim? Are you Hindu? Are you Jewish? What, what are you? And, and how seriously 
does it affect your life? And, and I, I'm really, really curious. I mean, I would say that probably 90% of the homes in western New York have the Bible somewhere on a bookshelf in the house. But when's the last time you actually open up and read it? Some of you probably every day, and you live your faith, and that shows consistency and dedication. Now, the one thing, uh, let me give you the phone number now so I can get calls on because I'd much rather hear what you have to say than what I have to say. Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Do you believe in God? And I welcome everybody to call in. You might be an atheist. Do you really think I'm going to ream you for being an atheist? You're entitled to your views. Um, I suppose at the end of the day, I mentioned this yesterday, I would probably be more in line with being a deist, D-E-I-S-T, than any other uh, religious philosophy. In other words, um, I do believe very strongly that there is a creator. Uh, I don't believe that this whole universe happened because of some cosmic accident. I, I just, to me, that just doesn't seem to add up. It just doesn't seem to make sense. Uh, but hey, just to a lot of people of the scientific community, it does, uh, and they don't believe in in God. Um, but you know, I mean, there there are things that I always wonder about. For example. Hey, if I was born on Easter Island a thousand years ago, I never would have heard of Jesus. So am I going to rot in hell because I was born in the wrong place at the wrong time? That doesn't seem very fair, does it? Um, I'm very curious what your belief is in God and in the church you happen to attend. I don't need names of churches. So... Uh, just to give you some background, and uh, before I even give you the background, let me just say this. I'm not going to yell or scream or get angry with whatever your faith happens to be because that is un-American and it's not cool, and frankly, it makes really bad radio. Your faith is your faith, and who in the hell am I to say, you're wrong? Um at the same time, I will tell you that despite the fact that I am not a Christian, I'm not a Jew, I'm not a Muslim, although in my family tree, it's really a hodgepodge of everything. It's, it's rather humorous. Uh, but anyway, I don't adhere to any specific faith. But to be brutally honest with you, and I don't know any other way to be with you because you can... You guys remember what I say more than I remember what I say. Um, the uh, Christianity, the New Testament in particular, I find particularly fascinating. I find the Gospels to be fascinating because they read exactly like I would expect various accounts from various uh, disciples to read. There are variations in each account. It's not like they're all the same thing. 
And that is exactly what you would expect to see in eyewitness statements of given events. So I do find the New Testament very intriguing, okay? I especially like the part about forgiveness of sins because, well, um, anyway, so the um, the other thing is, um, and don't don't laugh. Don't laugh. Please do not laugh at this. But the other thing that intrigues me about Christianity is, do I dare say this? Okay, I'm going to say it. The Shroud of Turin. Because I've watched, I mentioned this yesterday, I've watched every documentary I get my hands on on the Shroud of Turin. And I have seen people try to duplicate the Shroud of Turin. And I'm sorry, but none of the skeptics come close to duplicating the Shroud of Turin. And the uh, pathologists who have examined the wounds on the Shroud of Turin are amazed at the uh, neuromuscular responses that are clearly visible on the Shroud that a medieval forger would have a really hard time figuring out. And the other thing about the Shroud of Turin is um, most medieval uh, portrayals of Jesus on the cross show the nails through his hands. Well, look at the anatomy of hands, okay? Uh, The guy on the Shroud was very powerfully built, about 5'10", 5'11", and those nails would not have supported his body. In order, I mean, the Romans were pretty good at crucifixion. They do 10, 20,000 at a time. We call it a day's work. Uh, they knew that the nail had to be between the radius and the ulna to properly support the weight of the body. And in so doing, the nerve that led to the thumb would have caused the thumb to contract inward. And that's right there on the Shroud of Turin. So the Shroud of Turin. <sighs> How do I say this? Um, I guess I'll say it the same way I've always said it. It intrigues me because there's so much about it that makes logical sense from a medical point of view, from an evidentiary point of view. And moreover, nobody's found any paint pigment on the shroud. Uh, The blood on the shroud matches the blood type that is on the face covering that is somewhere else in Europe. I forget where. Um, so the sh- I will be very brutally honest. The Shroud of Turin intrigues me, and it intrigues me because it looks like pretty strong evidence of something supernatural taking place. It's not paint. They haven't found paint on the Shroud of Turin. And as far as the radiocarbon dating, um, and I I was suspicious of this at the time, the radiocarbon dating put the date of the Shroud in the Middle Ages. But here's the question. Did they take the original Shroud, or did they take a piece of the Shroud that had been sewn on by nuns after a fire? Because garbage in garbage out. I'd like to see more radiocarbon dating done of the shroud, in particular the image part of the shroud, which, good luck with that. The Vatican is never going to allow that to happen. Maybe they will. Uh, But uh, Christianity does fascinate me. Um, Jesus's philosophy does fascinate me, but I'm not 
I'm not a Christian. I'm very open to evidence, very open to evidence, because if you close your mind to evidence um, and new information, um, you're truly a stupid person. And um, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a nasty sense, but you you need to look at facts, and if facts change, opinions ought to change with them. But anyway, that's my little beginning of the show, and the rest of it is is up to you because I don't feel like talking that much today. I'd much rather hear where you guys are on this whole God thing. And it doesn't matter to me what faith you are, and it doesn't matter to me um, – if you are of no faith, you can be a Satanist for all I care. 803, do we have any Satanists listening to this station? 803, oh, no, because they're too busy sacrificing people. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. So as promised, um, I'm bringing back a show that you guys liked several months ago, The God Show. The God Show. Not the gong show, the God show. Uh, let's go to um, Ron in Chictawaga. Ron, where are you on all this stuff? Well, I do believe in God. I am a Roman Catholic, and I'm not just a Sunday morning Christian. I do go to church uh, during sometimes during the week when I'm not working. I'll go uh, to church on Sundays and, you know, uh, the, the holy days. And um, what I say, mean by a Sunday morning Christian, I love the people that boy, as soon as they go to church, they're the first ones out the door, and come Monday they do whatever, you know, and then go back to church again on Sunday. I went to Catholic high school, or Catholic school, uh, through grade school all the way through high school. When I got to college, I was totally, like, you want to call it liberated. But um, you have to have a purpose in your life, and I really believe that if you do, if you're sincere with your religion and you do practice it, it does give you a purpose. So um, when when you talk about the Sunday morning Christians, um, oh yeah, could could you elaborate a little bit more about that? Well, you see the people, like I said, on the Sunday they go, they go, they'll be out the ones, they'll be out the ones drinking, they'll be out, they'll be in church, you know, on Sunday they're just there making an appearance, you know, letting everyone know that they're in church and things like that. But when it comes to a perfect example I had, I, I knew a guy who was a, a practicing Catholic, saw a guy on the road, one of the guys he worked with in a ditch on a snowstorm one time, looked at him and drove right on by. That's not what Christianity teaches. Christianity teaches that you take care of each other. doesn't matter who it is or what it is, what color, what, it doesn't matter. You and the people who I refer to as Sunday morning Christians are the ones who go and supposedly hear the word, but they don't practice it. Mm, and and when you go to church on Sundays, we'll leave the weekdays out of it. Um, okay. What would the uh, no? And I'm only asking because what would the demographic be? Uh, is it a, basically a bunch of older people and very few younger families? What is it? Well, what's kind of nice at our church, we do have, it's, it's kind of a weird mix because it seems like you have the older people and you have the ones with the younger families and the ones kind of like in the middle, they're kind of like lost. They're not, they're not there. You know what I mean? Like I would say the ones who are just bringing up the children and stuff, I guess maybe because they want them baptized or go through that. And then after that, there's that like lull in the congregation. 
interesting. I'll, I'll be curious as to what other people have to say about that, my friend. Thank you kindly for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, a Roman Catholic uh, calling in. And I, I'm curious where you are on God. Do you believe in God? Do you adhere to a specific faith? Um, I promised I would do this again, and I'm doing it today because I love you. And because if I didn't do it, you guys would call me out on it and say, you made a promise, and I'd have some explaining to do. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I see where he's going with this. Tanner Saunders behind the glass. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. So uh, I'm, I'm polling you um, uh, about uh, your belief or lack thereof in God. Uh, where are you on this whole God issue? Here is uh, Jackson in Amherst. You are on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Mr. Bowerly. It's so great to talk to you. I grew up listening to you, and I hope you're doing well today. <laughs> I was until you said you grew up listening to me <laughs> because suddenly I feel like a relic. But anyway, yes, thank no. you. No, and it's nostalgic for me, and I'm, I'm glad I'm able to do this. And, uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I have now I entered the realm of nostalgia. Next up, corpse. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is really an honor. Um, so... I'll tell you, basically, like your last caller, I grew up Roman Catholic. Um, in a small, I went to a small provincial church, basically. Uh, and then once my mind kind of started developing and I got to think for myself, I kind of got to a place where I lost that religion for the most part, I would say. 
and uh, I just went through school. Um, now I'm at UB. Uh, long story short, I uh, studied engineering, um, still at UB for that. And when I get into math, I realize that everything in the universe can be modeled by a, a mathematical system. So I've taken all the way up until differential equations, and I use them pretty often. And there are certain systems, uh, such as pendulums and uh, even uh, prey-predator relations that can be modeled via these equations. Uh, and I feel, you know, if you can model these, and we can model the whole universe with these equations. I mean, that's why we have physics, right? then there must be some sort of creator behind that. It's like the programming language of the universe. So that kind of brought me back into God. And then you mentioned the Shroud of Turin. So I would have considered myself at least Jewish, at least believing in a single higher power, maybe not the sun, but then you mentioned the Shroud of Turin. I started getting into the Bible and Jordan Peterson a little bit, and his talks about Exodus and uh, Genesis are phenomenal. Um, and then I started also getting into uh, people like Jonathan Pajot and a couple more of the modern thinkers of the Bible. Um, and I think that's kind of how I got reverted back into my faith. Uh, I, I think that's really interesting because um, a lot of the scientific types, I thought this call was going to go in a totally different direction than it did. A lot of scientific types will use science to try to disprove the idea of a grand or great creator. Uh, clearly, you went the other way. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm not I'm not as smart as you are, okay? Um, but... It just it seems to me that when you consider the balance of this planet, you mentioned predator and prey relationships, um, the fact that we have zones where people can live, uh, zones where people can't live. Um, it, 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 the, the world, I don't see how this particular planet could exist without some intelligent, if you want to call it modeling, going on. That doesn't seem to make sense to me. And, and that's why I can't say I am an atheist. Mm -hmm. um, no, actually, it's funny you bring that up. Albert Einstein was a, uh, was a, an agnostic, raised uh, a Jew, um, but he was agnostic at the end of his life. Um, he even admitted that there's no way that DNA uh, or even the, the DNA, the ab absolute immense scale needed to actually wrap your mind around DNA uh, could have been programmed or via just natural causes. Um, and then he goes up all the way into the macro scale and the super macro scale, right, of the universe. Um, I think it is it Stephen Hawking who's buried in, um, in a, I think he's buried in the church now, um, but he was famously atheist uh, up until the end of his life. Um, and, I mean, uh, Pascal, Blaise Pascal, uh, famous for uh, Pascal in, in terms of pressure. Uh, he was a Roman Catholic. Uh, you could say the same for um, a lot of the modern Enlightenment thinkers, such as Montesquieu and uh, Rousseau um, and uh, different, different figures like that. And even, I would say, Nietzsche uh, was more or less, he definitely was some sort of deist for sure. Um, and he believed that, you know, that God was the central force. You know, the Nazis really dis distorted the view of Nietzsche. 
um, I would say. Well, they distorted they, a lot of things. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, we, they, they distorted pretty much everything they touched. But then again, yeah. I'm sorry, so does our government. Um, and yeah. I, men- I mentioned this the other day, but it is a matter of record that uh, Reagan's CIA director literally said, we'll know our disinformation campaign is a success when everything the American people believe is a lie. So I don't know how much better that makes us. Yeah. Um, but just going back to Nietzsche, I mean, he said, God is dead and the West has killed it, right? But where he was going with that is the rise of totalitarian regimes. And I wouldn't say there hasn't been a more uh, prophetic person since uh, Dostoevsky and Jesus Christ himself. I mean, you saw the rise of fascism, right? You saw the rise of uh, totalitarian states, Stalin, Mussolini, uh, Adolf Hitler, and uh, so on and so forth. And with that, uh, I believe, has been because of the loss of God itself and the loss of our way as Western society. It's amazing that um, a society such as Germany could have uh, had Bach and uh, Beethoven, but have been able to systematically kill nearly 10 million people. Um, Obviously, this is a question that has stumped uh, historians and psychologists for a very long time. Um, And I I do find it interesting, you, you mentioned Stalin, The Bolsheviks were very, very big on uh, being iconoclasts, uh, literally. Uh, They did away with uh, a lot of the churches. They persecuted a lot of the bishops until the Wehrmacht was within about eight miles of Moscow. Suddenly, people were allowed to start praying again and go to the cathedrals, which I thought was pretty interesting timing on Stalin's part. Um, and Stalin killed more people than Hitler, and I'm not saying, mm-hmm. hey, Hitler was a great guy. What I'm saying is Stalin was a no-good SOB. I mean, let's put it this way. When the Nazis come rolling into your town and you greet them as your liberator, you know how bad Stalin was, uh, especially in Ukraine. Uh, and that does yeah. not exculpate uh, any of what uh, the SS or Himmler or Hitler uh, uh, Himmler or Hitler did um, whatsoever. Obviously, lest I be taken out of context. Uh, but the uh, I mean, you you raise obviously some very good points. So in America today, where do you think God ranks on people's uh, list of priorities? I mean, we've talked about relatively recent history with uh, Hitler and Stalin, and uh, you mentioned uh, Einstein and Hawking. Um, in, in the United States, where do you think God is as a priority? Uh, definitely not in, de- in my generation, which is Gen Z, uh, and then probably millennials too, I would say. Definitely bottom tier. It's unfortunate. Um, I think a lot of people have replaced God with government, um, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, thinking that an all-powerful government will ultimately satisfy everything that you will need in life. However, there's always that sense of self-belonging that, and a self-need that a government can not always establish and even i would argue take away given uh tyranny um and i think you see this a lot especially in exodus and then also um i'm not sure if you know this you probably do mr bowerly but uh 
believe it was James Madison and Benjamin Franklin who proposed the idea of uh, the Jews leaving Egypt as like the first crest of the United States, the first seal of the United States, because we were the Americans, we were the people who fled Europe. So this is the promised land, right? But, you know, we don't view America as a promised land anymore. We view America as some sort of, you know, a place where government shall rule and dictate our lives. And it's unfortunate that it's come to that. And I feel like every generation it's only increased and it's usurped God from our lives. Um, Look, I mean, I, I think you make some very interesting points, and I have not had a chance to look this up myself, but... Um, somebody told me the other day, and again, I did not verify this, so this might just be uh, somebody talking out of his arse, but um, the average American IQ has gone down by 15 points over the last 50 years, uh, which is not a very good sign because um, IQ is very overrated, but it does allow you, I think, to think in a more critical way towards the baloney that we are fed on a daily basis, whether it's from governments uh, or whatever. But see, the interesting thing about Ben Franklin, my ears perked up, Um, Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin um, was a notorious member of the Hellfire Club. Uh, Ben Franklin was, as some people would say, a swinger. He was in the lifestyle, baby. Yeah, uh, he, he's definitely an interesting personality. Uh, I, again, a lot of people refer to a lot of our early founding fathers as deists. However, if you look into these figures, they if they aren't, and they wouldn't match the enlightenment uh, sense of the word at all, especially with the proposal of you know different different uh, natures and different thoughts that they came up with, like using, for instance, the endowed rights that we have from God, which is, you know, a uh, it's a derivative from John Locke, but John Locke, where did John Locke get that? He got it from Thomas Hobbes. Where did Thomas Hobbes get that? I mean, it's this whole idea of classical liberalism, which stems from the Bible and God eventually. Um, and you got, well, you got to look back at that. There, 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 there's a lot of... Um... I don't want to say misinformation, but there's a lot of uh, confusion and uncertainty as to which of the founding fathers were and were not deists. Yeah. Uh, pretty, it's pretty well accepted that toward the end of his life, Thomas Jefferson was a deist. Uh, it was somebody who believes in God, but that's about as far as they're willing to go. Um, I would love to have a conversation with Ben Franklin about, Mr. Franklin, how do you uh, reconcile your lifestyle with your love of the Old Testament? I'll hang up and listen. Uh, thank you. Very much. I appreciate the call. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Call again. And just thank don't call know. me Mr. Bowerly because I'm going through a uh, an old life crisis right now, and I don't need to be reminded of it. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. No, thank you. I appreciate the call. Interesting stuff there from uh, a guy with uh, scientific uh, scientific background. Um, so I'm resurrecting huh, a topic that I did over the summer. Um, what What is your personal belief in God? And uh, you might have no belief in God. That's fine. Um, I would call myself a deist, but I do have a deep fascination with the New Testament, and I am... 
almost obsessed with the Shroud of Turin, okay? Because I'm an evidence-based individual, okay? It's one thing to say something or to read something in a book, but you show me physical evidence that cannot be refuted, and I'm going to sit up and I'm going to take notice. And, you know, this has happened in my life, although certainly not on a scale of uh, Jesus. Uh, Let's go to... uh, Tony in West Valley. Tony, you are on WBEN. Well, good afternoon, sir. How are you doing today? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I am a devout Christian. I believe in God. I always have, until recently. About several years ago, when I started doing consciousness studies, I realized that there is a lot of scientific evidence that God exists. But God is not in another place. God is within us all. I believe that we are the expression of God consciousness and that we're all going to return to that. We are the we are God uh, each of us and we are connected in ways that a lot of people don't understand and we're just now coming into the understanding of uh something that recently changed my paradigm about how I think about God is uh when I had a near death experience. I got to hear about I got to hear about this. What what you're saying, what you're saying is Deus ubique est. God is everywhere. Yes. And in every every single atom. I don't know if you're familiar with the boson particle, that thing that holds everything together and gives everything life. I think science can prove that God does exist and that God exists and that energy that is God in every atomic structure that in, is in everything that we know to be reality can be altered by us also. And I think Jesus Christ was a great example of that in the way he performed miracles. I believe that we can perform miracles like Jesus Christ could or did, and, uh, and much more than that. We can alter our reality. I really believe that. Uh, yeah, I want to talk to you further about this because when you say alter our reality, um, if we take it out of the God realm and put it into the personal growth realm, um, it's very interesting because um, somebody of whom I think very much uh, has said it's not so much what happens to you, it is how you react to what happens to you. And that's kind exactly. of it's kind of what you are saying, and I'd like to talk further with you about it after the uh, news break, if that is okay with you. Sure. Um, uh, and by the way, guys, I, I cannot even begin to thank you for the outstanding calls that we have had on this God topic. I told you I would bring it back, and the first time we did it, it was great, and already it is phenomenal. And I'm not going to... I mean, why would I yell and scream at you over your faith? And honestly, I expect the same respect. I have a very strong faith that there is a God. And I've said this many a time on the air, so it certainly isn't breaking news. But um, uh, but uh, my the only thing, I, I don't pray for the Bills to win a football game. My only prayer is, thy will be done. And to me, as I've said before, that just shows my complete submission to the will of God. Because I do believe in God. I just don't know which one is the right one. I, is it Horus, the sun god? Uh, is it Jesus and, and the Trinity? I, I have no idea. And I think it's unknowable. 
But at the same time, uh, I am fascinated by New Testament Christianity, and I'm almost obsessed with the Shroud of Turin for the reasons I previously have explained, um, because that would be pretty convincing physical evidence of... uh, a supernatural power that could only be ascribed to a deity or an alien. Uh, it is uh, 457. Uh, there is that theory out there, by the way. 457 at News Radio 930 WBEN. What a great, great half hour of radio. My goodness. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.